All right, so we back at the Nets Academy. And what we doing? And we're about to share a little bit of why Mr. Pollard and Ms. Hayes created the creative school. Okay. Um, the question is broad, but that's okay. Um, I believe that you need to be, and when I say you, I mean the kings I'm looking at. I'm across this podcast table and the queens. But I truly believe that the decisions that are made um, throughout your day that impact you should be made by you. They should be made with you. They shouldn't be made to you. So I think that we live in a world that often makes decisions to and for people, um, especially people who look like us. Um, and because of that type of choice, it leads to then things being done to us, and that doesn't really lead to our wellness. And so I'm hoping that... Uh, this whole creative school thing that you are starting, that you are designing, turns into something that you run. Um, and that way, that, that, that globe that you have on, the, on your shirt can really be held by you. And you can influence the world around you because you're the one that designed it that way. So that's why we started the creative school. So before we move on, you know, tell us about the background about the creative school. You know, where did this come from? Whose idea was this? How long y'all been around? You know, tell the people uh, what they need to know. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a story that's still in the making and comes way before, you know, I joined Stanton Elementary School as the director of the Boys Institute, which is an academy for third through fifth grade kings um, here on the south side of D.C. Um, and out of that uh, came a, a reality of what happens after fifth grade. Yeah. Like, we can run an academy for third through fifth grade boys, but then they... They go on. I mean, these kings are no longer going to be at Stanton next year. So right. the natural questions is what happens. Yeah. <clears throat> and instead of, you know, just acting like this is a during the day reality for these kings and queens that we're not thoughtful about what happens after they go home. We are. Right. That's the life that we live as Stanton educators, as educators, the type of educators like this queen right here who when kings and queens go beyond fifth grade, like we're still heavily involved in their life. Yeah. And, and that is on purpose. And it's because. We don't believe it's about school. It's about life. It's a lifestyle. And so the creative school comes from a belief that there needs to be a lifestyle of experiences that these kings, again, designed. Yeah. Right? So now it's culture. And it's not about school. It's, it's about life. And no one else should be determining what's happening um, in their life without them. Right? That's what good parents do. That's what good educators do. It's, it's with them, not to and for them. So, um, yeah, that's in a nutshell. You know, what happens after fifth grade? That's what the creative school is. Yeah. And the intention is and the curiosity that drives us is what would happen if you guys designed your own school? And then if you designed it, you're the ones that are uniquely fit to lead it. Right? I'm not, I, Mr. P shouldn't re plays a very different role if Devon is running Southside Water. Right? Um, and so that's the point, is that these kings and queens get to, to create the spaces that they know need to exist in order for them to enjoy life, be well. Um, and if they are creating those spaces, they should be the ones designing what happens when people show up in them so that a model of telling their story comes out of it, right? Oh, right. Southside Water is a model that tells their story. The, the poems and pictures that go into a book is a model that tells their story. But all the spaces that exist have those models, and we want them to be designing it so that it's culture. You know, something I want to share with the audience because, you know, I just started working with the creative school to create this podcast, Kids Can Be Big. And I remember when I sat down with Miss Haynes <laughs> and I said, yo, I want to do something. She said, you should do a podcast. And I was like, great. But when I actually came and sit with the kids, y'all was like, whatever idea you have, 
it's not valid until they give it to you. <laughs> and that was a learning experience for me, you know, having to, because I had a million different ideas about how this could roll, but when I actually got to sit down with the kings and queens and they told me what they were looking for, what they were trying to share, and the reason why they needed this voice, it was actually really impactful on me to where I wanted to make their dream come true into having this platform because, you know, from what I've heard from them, man, they got, there's so much that I can still learn. And it's real that kids can be big, you know, kids are just like adults. So, um, the greatest in the kingdom. Absolutely. I got one for you, Miss Haynes. For me? Yeah. Okay. Why do you care so much about these children? Oh, sweet Lord. (laughs) 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 Why do, oh my goodness. Because I had a teacher who cared. Really, yeah. I'm really like here because of a fourth grade teacher who cared. And about to be 29 and she's still in my life. Still wow. talk to her, still my mentor. Um, because I had it, I'm obligated to give it to people coming behind me. What do you, when y'all here, when y'all, Willie and Paris and um, Devon, when y'all hear that she does this because someone cared for her. What does that make you think? That makes us. That makes me think that um, that she just like not like one of the teachers who don't care about us and just like don't want us to really do. Don't, just like give us bad ne- negativity. Um, so yeah. We've had How do you know though. the difference between? Yeah, it's like episode <laughs> three of One Day. Um, <laughs> you can tell. You look at this kid. And he's like, yo, I'm trying. Um, but uh, how do you know, based on what you just said, how do you tell the difference between a teacher who cares and a teacher who does not care? What are those character traits that you see in them um, that from a teacher, comparing a teacher who cares versus a teacher who may may not care as much? A teacher who cares, they would, um, a teacher who cares, they'll stay on you a lot, and they'll let you know that you're doing something wrong, and they'll get on you even harder so you make sure you can get better and stuff. Versus a teacher who doesn't care, she they're just w- turn your back on, just turn their back on you, and be like, I don't care, this and that, that and that. So. Willie, how would you answer that question? I would answer the question by like, I could tell a, te- a teacher from who cares and a teacher who f- who doesn't care, by because a teacher who a teacher who doesn't care, <coughs> they would just like. They would let you just do anything in the class. They would let you just like tap the pictures on the wall and stuff, cause cause they don't care about your future. And the peach and the teachers who who do care, they gonna teach you right. They gonna tell you what's right from wrong, and they gonna think about your future and be like and be like, if you keep on if you keep doing that in the future, then if you keep doing that in the future, then you either gonna end up inside of a, a graveyard or a prison yard. <coughs> Hi, Willie. <sighs> hey, Willie. <laughs> I got a question for the Kings because Miss Haynes said that she had somebody in her life which caused her to be in y'all's lives. Does that inspire you to like pass it along to pay it forward to other people? Like, how do you think that you're gonna help people in your future? Or how would Can you? I ask it in a different way? Yeah, go ahead. You know, sometimes educators know how to do that. Um, so, <clears throat> with what Miss Haynes said, right, what does that make you want to be able to do when you're our age? What do you want to be able to do 
when you are our age. If that's what happened to her when she was your age, what do you want to be able to do in this world, in your city, in your neighborhood when you're our age? When, I, when I'm your age, what it makes me want to do, it makes me want to go around and tell people positive things instead of negative, negative things. Like, because most people go around telling negative things and not so much positive things. And sometimes it makes me feel like I'm, it makes me feel bad a little bit because that person is getting bullied or they so someone who spreads negativity is feeling negative or frustrated themselves and you don't want to be that that type of person that's real gotta be the light that's real really what are you doing right now in the creative school that you want to be able to continue to do when you're our age so that you can maybe teach the willies of of the world <laughs> when they're fifth graders what do you want to keep on doing as you continue to get older i want one thing i want to keep on doing is Running, it's running Southside water so that the people who keep on moving us out of um, the Southside, then like they could get free water, they could get free water, and they'll always gotta eat or drink bad food because it's like they set, they set, they set that part of the world up for neck for um, negativity, and so that when people see somebody from over there then they just gonna assume that they bad. And I also wanna keep on, and not one thing, and another thing I wanna keep on doing is, is educating younger people so that, so that they don't grow up to be, so that they don't grow up to be um, people on the side of the corner so asking for quarters and stuff. Come on here, Willie. I would like to build on to what Willie said about um, keep going over Southside water. And I, one day, I wanna I wanna run some side water and I wanna start selling healthy healthy food like healthy chips and that that won't hurt you. Mm-hmm. Like take all the like the sugar out of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Make that the new cool on the south side? Yeah. That's, That's what's wonderful. So look. Y'all sound really low energy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Their faces right? <laughs> But they're still dropping knowledge, though. They're dropping knowledge. Yeah. They're dropping gems. But, yo, before, I know y'all got um, a lot of cool things. So tell me, what was your favorite experience this year in working with the creative school, and, and what was your favorite creation? Besides Southside Water, since y'all already mentioned that a few times. Besides that. Yeah, like, what else have y'all done? So another thing we do is baseball. Nets um, Academy. Where we are tonight, right? What do we call that? Yeah, that's why you might hear baseball some baseball behind us. That's right. Um, we do what we do. We learn how to do baseball. What's the um technique? What the skills are for it? And yeah. What do we do to build our brotherhood? We. Would you say that baseball and brotherhood is more about baseball, or more about building a brotherhood? Building a brotherhood. Can you explain how we do that and why it's important that we do that? Sounds like Willie's got something to say. We, how we, it's more like brotherhood because it's like in baseball you gotta come. You can, it's because in baseball you gotta com, you gotta communicate you gotta communicate but without talking but with your eyes and because if you say it out loud then the person who's trying to run then they might just go back and but it's more like a brother it's more like a brotherhood because 
it's like you was working as a team with your brothers. Mm-hmm. Building a squad, right? Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Y'all now, be in tune. one last question I have um, for y'all, because uh, this is the end of year celebration, so things are coming to a close, right? <clears throat> and we've tried to share a lot of uh, knowledge with you, and you've shared a lot of knowledge with us, too. You've taught us a tremendous amount about, at least for me, what it means to be a man, what it means to be a creative. Um, but I'm interested to learn from you. If you had to summarize, and feel free to take your time, but if you had to summarize all the things that you've learned this year about what it means to be a king, how would you, what would you maybe share with the audience to say, like, this is what I've learned, uh, this is what I've learned about what it means to be a king and maybe what I'm trying to continue to learn, right? Because being a king, you've got to keep on learning how, right? I still have to do that. So how would you summarize all the things that you've learned this year? Um, yeah. So based on this year and based on what I've um, learned throughout the um, throughout 2017 to 18 since I've been in um, TBI is that um, you don't always have to spread frustration when when somebody's not do- when somebody's irking your nerves like you just want to hit that person so bad like try to calm down and. Mr. Brandon taught us how if somebody like really irks your nerves and like you just want to release some of that um, stress, do try yoga. If I hear you right, you're saying you've learned the most about keeping your peace. Yeah. Me too, man. That's what I'm trying to do. Willie, yeah. what about you? Yeah. To build on Devon, then it was also when um, one of our coaches, Coach Jason, Coach Jason, he taught us he taught us boxing, but he was like, boxing is not for just fighting, it's for, self, it's for self-defense. And you don't just going around asking people, do they want to fight? Because I'm in boxing and stuff. That's the number one thing you learned this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The number one thing I learned was to like never turn your back on your brothers for something stupid or like over a game or start calling, calling frustration. Over something that's not that, over something that's not, um, like, that's real. I'm all a little worried. Thanks, Willie. Thanks, Willie. Great. Appreciate you, Willie. (laughs) All right, all right. Well, check it out. I think we can all say that this has been a successful year. We've all learned a lot. We've all grown. uh, From really about being around each other and also feeding off of each other. You know, because I've learned from every person at this table, both young and old. So um, before we before we wrap things up for the year, um, you know, any final words from the TBI team? What y'all? What, you, what would y'all like to share? Willie, what do you hope is true in this this dream that you're creating, this school that you're creating? What do you hope is true for yourself a year from now? What do you hope you're doing? What do you hope you're believing? All that. What well, up? Uh... What I, ho- what I hope that's true from now is that, like, instead of me just, like, doing the same thing over and over again, like, I could try new things instead of just keep playing football and baseball. I could try, like, tennis, um, golf, and baseball and stuff. And, like, instead of me just keep on, like, r- running back and forth or just keep on letting people get bullied and stuff, then I could try to help, help the person who's getting bullied. So you want, so to, you want to stand up for people. Yeah, that's real. That's integrity. That's why you got that poster, right? You hang it up yet? Tommy Smith and John Carlos poster? 
Make sure you hang it up with some pride, all right? Mm. Very proud of you, my guy. Very proud of you. Very proud of you, too, Devon. Hi, Willie. <laughs> hey, Willie. Well, look, I'm very proud of y'all in this program. And, you know, I'm going to leave y'all with something that I say on each one of my podcasts. Yeah, I mean, because in each one, on the Spook Spot Adobe, we say stay fed. Stay fed is about constantly taking in information, constantly getting experiences so that you can push yourself forward. But something else that we say on the podcast that y'all exemplify here at the Creative School is feed another. Feeding another means giving what you've learned to other people to help them progress. So with that being said, this has been OG Baca. I'm pleased to sit with Miss Haynes and Mr. P and Fresh Fresh Prince, a.k.a. <laughs> Willie Dynamite. Willie Dynamite. <laughs> hey, Willie. Hey, Willie. Hey, Willie. Hey, Willie. <laughs> <laughs> well, check it out. This has been a wonderful episode of Kids Can Be Big. We appreciate all of uh, your support from the audience. Follow us online at thecreative.school and on Instagram at thecreative.school. And stay tuned for some really cool things because it's only up from here and we're only going to change the world. So let's get it. This is a message that the ruler Rick threw, and it's true.